Hey there, I'm Nikki Milne, high school dropout and ex-hairdresser and salon owner turned PR and marketing expert and founder of the Peth Collective PR Agency. The Passion to Profit podcast is a conversational business podcast with a focus on marketing and PR to help business owners scale successfully, acquire more customers, increase your profits and become that desired go-to brand in your industry. So open your notepad on your phone, get out your pens and paper. You don't want to miss any of the following tips, tricks, and strategies that you're about to experience on the Passion to Profit podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Passion and Profit show. Today, I am joined by Becky from Pristine Housekeepers. Thanks for joining me on the show. Hi, thanks, Becky. Thanks for having me. So we met actually, it was actually during COVID when we first were forced into lockdown. I think that's the real first time we really connected and you reached out to me, I think, and we ended up um, rebuilding your website for you. But you've got a really interesting story and I find a very interesting business. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your business journey? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I think 2019, I pretty much just started up Pristine Housekeepers um, at the time, it was just purely pristine in, in the office, and I was just doing office cleaning. I had a few, I think it was about five team members at the time, and then, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, COVID came, and we kind of just didn't know what to do. We were all in lockdown, and that's when I reached out to you. I saw you on Instagram giving a lot of tips and, and helping out small business owners, and that's when um, the magic happens. <laughs> it does. You, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, rebranded thanks to your advice to Pristine Housekeepers. And things just, yeah, took off from there, I think. Um, the brand, I didn't want to be just a, a cleaner like most people. I wanted something a bit more luxury, something a little bit different. So, yeah, the housekeeping side of it really, really took off and people were impressed. And we're going from, you know, strength to strength with that. So, yeah, it's been really, really helpful. And, so, yeah, can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, I think that was it. When I met you, you know, you were seeking out something and you weren't quite sure what, how to actually comprehend that into a brand. And so that's when, you know, we had discussions around the name and housekeeping at the time. Admittedly, that come from me watching a lot of American shows where they had housekeepers. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I want a housekeeper. That looks incredible. <laughs> um, and you were like, well, that's kind of what we do. A lot of our clients are regular. They're coming back week on week or sometimes you're doing it twice a week. And I think that's where that housekeeper come from because in the modern world where we've got so many demands of children and commitments with their sport and just personal life as well as busier and business life, our home is in some many ways getting neglected or the last thing on our list to actually take care of in terms of cleaning and housekeeping. So I agree with you. I think there was just such a, in COVID, especially when people went lockdown, they're suddenly in their home for six. Uh, fortunately, in WA, we're only six weeks, but in obviously other states, it's a lot longer. And you start looking around your home going, oh my God, <laughs> you know, should I need home improvements and things like that? So I think that was really pivotal, your timing of changing to pristine housekeepers. And then, like you say, you offer a little bit more of a different service to cleaning, which is a lot of your clients are like regular repeat clients? Yeah, I think 99% of my clients are uh, weekly and fortnightly um, with a few casuals here and there. But, yeah, they just, we started saying, oh, look, you know, 
you've got some money there. Do you want us to do it while we're here? And they were like, oh, my God, do you do that? And we're like, yeah, of course we can. We can make your beds. We can clean your dishes. And they were just amazed at, you know, that we could do all that at the same time. And that's when I started bringing on also like window cleaning, car cleaning, pressure cleaning, that sort of stuff as well. Yes, and I think you were doing pantry organisation as well. So you really took cleaning to that whole next level um, and progressed it into being house cleaning, like say with the additional jobs, like I don't iron, I hate ironing, but what a great solution. Car cleaning, like there is just so many things that as busy people we can outsource and that makes complete sense. So I'm not at all surprised your business has um, boomed and, you know, that was something that became more evident in COVID was that we can't keep working at the capacity we're doing and things was, you know, I know for me I was noticing my downfall was the home in not keeping it up to the standard I like. So what an amazing solution to have someone like your company come in and clean and so then the owner is walking back into a beautiful home without having to spend all the time cleaning. They can spend quality time with their partner or their children or friends and family. So with COVID, you obviously, um, obviously there was an increase, would you say, after it? And how do you go with, you know, people have COVID cleans or people are isolating? How does that all work in cleaning perspective? So at the beginning, um, 2019, yeah, we're all like, what do we do? Um, But like you said, after three weeks of being locked down in your house with kids, people were just calling me back saying, look, please come back, help me. I can't do this, I can't homeschool, I can't work, I can't clean at the same time. So <laughs> they were like, yeah, come back, come back, and done like twice a week. So I was like, yep, yeah, cool, no problems. And then, yeah, we started, obviously, Perth was quite isolated, so we didn't have much COVID thereafter. And then, yeah, we started getting um, also Airbnbs, um, people selling our homes. So, yeah, we were, we were very busy. At the moment, we are still very busy, and people are just ringing up like once once a week or twice a week. So the people are very conscious about their cleanliness with COVID at the moment. We are all wearing like masks and gloves while we're going to homes. And that's when I, I noticed like with the, the borders opening, I was like, what did Melbourne and Sydney do? So I was kind of on Instagram following some cleaning companies over there, chatting with them. And that's when I brought in the the whole COVID fogging um, sanitization um, service, which has been really great for um, businesses and studios that have had a positive case. I come in and just fog for an hour, and they can reopen after three or four hours. With, um, wow, that's amazing! So that um, yeah. that's great peace of mind for clients, for team members, for staff. So um, you that is a service you now have added to your service menu that. Yeah, that's a really great option and I actually didn't know about that. So I think, yeah, I think that's just, it's a very true Becky thing to do. You're always looking to be innovated, add new services, um, which I absolutely love. And when I'm working with you, I love that you're going, right, well, what's the next thing? We've conquered that. We're doing that. We're performing that to a premium. What else can we do to actually increase the experience and ease of mind for the customer? So I have no doubt that's why, partly why you've been so successful because you're very um, intuitive to people's needs and wants and then finding a solution in the home. So I absolutely love that that and you know I noticed personally you I see you on Instagram on your Instagram account and you're um you're very social and you exercise I see you've been doing cold nips did you do cold nips this morning we did we did it was very dark (laughs) explain to everyone what cold nips is for those listening 
so yeah, Codenips is um, a group, a bunch of people just coming together on a Wednesday morning. In the summer, it's about 5.45, which is quite early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today was six, so it was a little bit uh, later, but we just get there as a community and then we all just, you know, say hi to everybody and then at a certain time we just all run into the water at different locations across Perth and then afterwards we can catch up with people, have a coffee and just, you know, enjoy people's company for a while because we're all so busy, 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 go, go, go. So, yeah, I've met some from people down there and Ashley and oh, heaps of people. It's been great fun. And it's amazing. And I think I was just looking at a video, um, Ashley Jade, who we're talking about is an influencer, and she just shared a video and they looked like there was over 100 people. Today was a little bit quieter than usually, but um, it's usually two to 300 people sometimes. Oh God, it's, it's massive. Incredible. So this yeah. concept has really taken off in Perth. I've probably only noticed it for the last three or four months, but I absolutely love the concept. And I think, do you contribute, you know, I know you exercise regularly, I feel you're very on top of your mindset and wellness. Do you think that affects your business and sets you up for a productive day? Yeah, definitely um, having that because I like to exercise because obviously it's a very physical industry, but I find that it's just a switch off, phone down and just go and enjoy the moment. And, yeah, start in the morning, you feel fresh, you're ready to go, you focus and just get stuck into the day. Yeah, really yeah. enjoy it. Because you did touch on a point there, cleaning would be incredibly physical. I hadn't really thought about that directly, but, you know, you're all day go, go, go from house to house. On average, you're usually spending two to three hours in a house working. Would that be about correct? Me, myself or my team members? Either all. <laughs> I try not to do, to do as much work as I possibly can. Yeah. So most of my team members do between seven to eight hours every day, depending on how much work they want to make. I'd say the average would be four hours, but some some of my team members spend seven to eight hours just in one house, which is a housekeeping um, job, cleaning and housekeeping. For myself, obviously at the moment, stepping in, trying to help where we can because a couple of team members have also got COVID. I can spend maybe three, maybe four hours a day. Depends on the day, but um, I am stepping out and getting my manager back in the next couple of weeks so that will take a lot of pressure off me where I can then focus on other things coming up marketing that sort of stuff reels that sort of thing yeah so yeah you've got a quite a good balance that if your team um needs you as in people go down with COVID obviously they're isolating at home you can step into that role and going back basically on the floor as we call it actually cleaning but ideally the concept would be for you to be working on the business a few days a week and controlling the team because you have quite a large team don't you how many people would you say are currently working for you including window cleaners and um, half cleaners I think we're about 15 16 but yeah I, I actually had COVID last week and I managed to have seven days just at home and yeah my, my team really did step up without me and yeah I was always okay this can be done and yeah we'll be working towards that in the next six months. Yeah and that's fantastic to actually scale a business to you know around 15 employees and what in the last two two and a half years is such a credit to you and especially in such an incredibly hard industry as cleaning 
you know, we're constantly, I'm in Facebook groups in my local community, people are losing cleaners left, right and centre or, you know, it's a career that is very, I guess, volatile and people dropping in and out of it. So I think that's a really good thing that um, you've managed to continue to scale that and grow such a large team. And like you're saying, you can actually now have the ability to step out and then still deliver a great job without you needing to be hands-on there watching over them. So if we're talking about marketing, what would you say is partly um, one of the big successes that have helped grow your business through marketing? I actually haven't done that much marketing because I'm just on Instagram and that has just been a skyrocket of my business with reels and stories and that's just, yeah, people DM me, oh, my God, I love your reels. My clients are watching me and they text me, oh, your your reels are so funny this week and <laughs> people stop me in the street and say, oh, my God, I, I watch you on Instagram. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> That is amazing. And you do put so much effort into your reels. I love them. And, you know, I love your tips. Like the other day you gave out a tip that you meant to shut the toilet lid before you flush it. And I was like to my kids, oh, my God, do you know this? Obviously you don't because I should have taught you this. But (laughs) I was like, okay, new rule in the house. Everyone puts the toilet seat down before they flush it. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, but Becky said this is what you're going to do and she knows what she's talking about. So, you know, just those little things that, you know, our daily habits. I love how you pick up and educate us on that because we subconsciously just do it. And then you're like, well, hold on, that's not correct. So I think, you know, you are providing so much value to everyone following your Instagram account. And then I love how you can have a little bit of fun and, you know, there is some great reels on there. So for everyone listening, go troll back through the reels. There's one that you actually filmed. I think it was professionally, wasn't it? And that one is- Oh, the singing one. Yeah. The singing, yeah, that it was, yeah. it's just amazing and fabulous and very, very entertaining. So definitely <laughs> check them out because, um, like you say, they've bought you so much business. And I think you're very relatable. You don't take things seriously. We can see who you are. And that makes us more comfortable having you in our homes. Yeah, because we obviously provide a, a free quote. We like to go out and meet clients. And, yeah, it's kind of weird when they go, oh, yeah, you're Becky, I see you on Instagram. I love watching your real life. Oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, they feel like they know me and they already want me in the home before I get there. So, yeah, it's, it's really helped with the business and, like you said, the, the reliability of us and, oh, she's on Instagram. She's got, you know, lots of tips that she knows what she's doing and they just, yeah, we want you guys to come in when can you start something. Yeah, and I think trust, a huge thing when engaging a cleaner is to trust someone in your home with your things without you needing to be there to supervise or knowing that someone's going to come in and inspect your property. And I think that's where Instagram has been a perfect marketing channel for you because you show people. And I think you're giving examples of how pristine you make the houses. The houses always look spotless and beautiful. And I love that you also show that you're, you know, you're cleaning Airbnbs. It's not just, you know, regular housekeeping. It is also in addition Airbnbs. So there is almost always a lot of progression in your business, which I think is really interesting to watch. And like the reels, people are relating to them um, and they're really enjoying them. And I love seeing them come across my screens and I definitely, definitely follow them. And so with this, what is your vision? Do you hope to have multiple teams or do you have vision to grow the company? Where are you heading with Christine Housekeepers? (laughs) Um, I have had a lot of, um, thanks to Instagram, um, a lot of followers over East as well, and they're always constantly, when are you coming to Melbourne? When are you coming to me? We really need you over here. (laughs) 
So I'm like, yeah, just give me some time, um, you know, with COVID and whatnot. But I think I would like to branch out, but I've also got another idea I want to start, uh, a non-for-profit cleaning company that will help uh, women and families with breast cancer, offering them free cleans once a month and just really giving back to the, the community and um, hopefully grow that and other cleaning companies can come on board as well. Oh, my God, I love that. And you are, that is you, Becky. I know you do a lot of things that go very unspoken of for charities. You're a huge ambassador and, you know, someone that is always the first to put their hand up to donate your time or donate your services to charity. So that very much aligns with your vision and you. And I I just think that's incredible. And I know a lot of people would jump on board and support it. Even if, for example, like I could jump on and buy a clean for someone that I don't know that has breast cancer would just be an incredible gift to give to someone as a donation to charity is, you know, purchasing a house clean for someone because, you know, as a female, you know, house cleaning can be quite a burden at the best of times. I can't imagine what it would be like when you're going through cancer treatment. So I can see that idea working, expanding, and I just think that is um, just an incredible idea and I really look forward to supporting that. So I'm excited to see you do that and expanding out into Sydney and Melbourne. We might lose you from WA, but you might have to go, you know, cold nip dipping in. Yeah. <laughs> Tasmania, Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> we do have beaches. Um, I don't think it's going to be as warm as WA, but you never know. So I always like to finish the podcast with um, three questions you'd like to ask me. So I'd love to hear what you have for me. Um, okay. So I guess um, one of my questions would be, besides Instagram, what would you suggest would be the next social media platform to obviously grow on as well? Because you don't want to rely on just one. Yeah, absolutely. So email marketing is huge and I talk all about that a lot, but I think with your personality and how you love to have fun, definitely TikTok. In the last few weeks, we've definitely noticed a massive shift to TikTok. A lot of people are moving off the Instagram platform as businesses and across to TikTok, which has been a really interesting observation. And I think just guessing here, what TikTok has done is remove a lot of the burden of Instagram. So For example, you can only put like eight hashtags. You can't put a long caption. You can't strategically overthink it too much. That's not what TikTok is. It literally is take your content, post it and hope for the best, which in many ways is actually really relieving. (laughs) After, you know, Instagram, we've all got so caught up in the strategy and the ability that we have to post this and do this real and do this. TikTok's not like that at all. And so a simple way to do that is all your old reels that you've got sitting on Instagram is just go into the reel and save it to your camera roll and then upload it to TikTok. It's okay. as easy as that. And you've got a lot of content there. So you just repurpose that content. I think you'd be surprised. I think you would take off exceptionally quickly on TikTok without much effort at all. So you've got the content there and just repurpose it onto TikTok, post one or two reels a day. I literally jump on for maybe a minute I repost the reel and then I shut the app and then I'll go back on at night do it again and it's actually really starting to work so I think you should jump onto TikTok okay cool obviously you do a lot of um social media managers uh, management for clients have you ever had to break up with a client and 
Like when is it time to give it a call? Like <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love this question. We do break up with clients quite often. I'm obviously, as you know, quite strategic when I bring them into the agency. We have a lot of things we look for, um, whether they're website design or social media or PR. But in regards to social media, the worst ones are ones that want to micromanage us. They outsource to us and then we send them the preview and they change all the captions. They want writing on the photos. They don't like what we're doing. They think we have our strategy wrong. We shouldn't be posting at this time. We shouldn't be doing that. And I get mind blown like, why are you outsourcing it if you know all this? I do not understand. And I am obviously 19, I think it's 17 years in business now. I'm very quick cutthroat. Like the quickest we've ever fired a social media client was within 24 hours because we got them in. The first day we sent the um, schedule, so we send a two-week in advance plan and they come back with an hour with all these, don't like this, don't like that, you know, should be doing this, you should be doing that. And it was a, like a three-page document on the corrections need to be made for two weeks of posting. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm not going to win this. And I can go back and argue with them and say they're out of line. But in my experience, that gets me nowhere and it just gets worse because it's uncomfortable for them and it's uncomfortable for me. So I actually have a template saved on my computer that says, you know, while we appreciate the opportunity, we do not think we're best suited to your business and we can no longer service you. You need to find a business that um, is more suited to your needs. We will refund your money for your first month of social media and we wish you the very best. In this case, the client come back and she was so shocked. She was like, what do you mean? What have we done wrong? Can you explain? And I was like, no, the decision is final. Um, you know, you sent us a three-page document on two weeks of posts. Imagine what's ahead of us. Um, and I said, you just obviously don't trust us. And if we don't have trust, we can't implement the strategy. And you don't outsource something to micromanage it. So she then begged for us to take us back and I stood firm, which I think the girls that worked for me were quite surprised, but I was like, this is not going to correct itself. It'll be like this in next week. And if it's not like this next week, it'll be like this the week after. I've seen plenty of clients like this in my life. So we broke up, we refunded the money. She was still bewildered, but I stand by that decision because my gut told me that no matter what we did for this client, it wouldn't have been right in their eyes. And there is no point prolonging the inevitable. So Sometimes, and whether it be, you know, a client with cleaning or a client with hairdressing or a client with like our agency, the longer you've been in business, the more you see them coming and the more the the red flags are there and you get used to those red flags and you see those red flags and you get better at actually going and stopping them before they actually become a paying client. And I'm sure you've had cleaning clients as well that you've had to break up with for various reasons. Every business has it, but the sooner you can do it, the better it actually is for everyone involved. And, you know, that's business. You have to call, make the call and don't be afraid to make the call. And I always refund the money. That's kind of a little thing I do. I refund the money. So if they were ever to complain on Google, I'd be like, you were given your fees back. As explained, we could not meet your needs that you required and we didn't think that we were no longer suitable to the job. So I think even in hairdressing, when I had those clients that were crazy clients and wanted their hair redone and all that. And we knew that it was not going to be possible to amend their hair. It was more about them than it was about us. I would actually always refund their money and tell them to go somewhere else because we couldn't meet their needs. Um, so, yeah, I've had a lot of experience in that. <laughs> I've got better at avoiding them to start with, but every now and again, probably get two or three a year where we refund money and say, time to move on. You're not suited to what we do. We wish you the best. Wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should do a whole episode of that. 
<laughs> Horrible clients who had to move on. Every business has them. Yeah, it's just nature of the beast, I guess. And you, like you said, I've come to know what are the red flags and we just say, yeah, so we don't suit each other, just try to find someone else. Absolutely. And I think the best mindset is if you see a 1,000 clients a year and you get two complaining and you have to get rid of two, that is fantastic. Like the, yeah. I look at the volume we do and the volume all the clients do that we work with and then I look at the amount of client complaints they get per year set aside if you're hospitality because that is just filled with complaints whether you're a good restaurant or cafe you you know unfortunately they have a high turnover of reviews but it, you've got to put it into perspective and if you're only getting a few complaints per year and you're only firing one or two clients we have a really good business and you're doing something very right and I guess the last question would be obviously you've managed lots and lots of different um, businesses is there someone or something that you would like to manage or PR or Instagram? I think I'm pretty fortunate that I've done most industries um, and businesses. I think it's probably not necessarily that, but probably my goal one day would be to have a business like Laporte Studio, which um, is in Sydney. And basically it's a collective house of creatives. So, you know, it would be like a Pilates studio, a hairdressing salon, a PR agency, a photography studio in a beautiful space. So I guess that's more my long-term vision to potentially acquire a commercial property and actually build out five to eight, maybe 10 offices, which are all glass and beautiful aesthetics and event spaces and actually have everyone there as a community. But, you know, I'm going to need a cash injection of around 10 mil probably. <laughs> so this one's a little way off and that would be my absolute dream. So I had everything I need from my Pilates studio to my hairdresser <laughs> all in one location so Nikki doesn't need to move anywhere. <laughs> yeah. but, um, they have actually done that. It's called Laporte Space in Sydney and it's incredible. So that would be my vision. But in terms of clients, I'm very fortunate you know, I get these unicorn clients that I love, so one or two a year that, you know, we do crazy things and they let me be, you know, push boundaries and do guerrilla marketing and, you know, by, like going to New York with the client and just things like that. They're the clients I absolutely love, but they always come out of thin air. I've got one at the moment, they come to me last week and, you know, the referral was someone very famous and I didn't even know that person knew me. So, you know, that's a new project I'm hopefully going to work on soon. But the, my phone just rang and it was the most random phone call. And the person ringing is very, very well known globally. And then he was recommended by someone famous to me to do a project in Perth. So they're the clients that I absolutely love because they're unpredictable. And obviously, I'm working on Club Muller, which is a hundred million country club being built out in the middle of Bindoon, in the middle of no one here, nowhere here with the Crystal Lagoon and so I guess from my personal perspective, those are the ones that challenge me and that are so beyond what everyone can comprehend. That's brilliant Priya and that's really fun to throw events and interact with those, those clients. But, of course, I still love the small businesses. You know, nothing beats, you know, helping a small business overcome a challenge and seeing the progression in their business. That is just an incredible reward that I get from working with small businesses. That's awesome. Yeah, so thank you so much for joining me on the Passion to Profit show. It's been amazing to hear your journey and story. And I think, you know, I just admire you so much as a business owner. I've watched you progress and grow that company over the last two years in really turbulent times. And to hear you're continuing to scale it and grow it and looking at other opportunities, I just think is incredible. So congratulations on all your success. Thank you so and much. I look forward to watching many more reels with you. So where can people 
people find you? Where can people check out these reels I'm talking about? So Christine Housekeepers. Yeah, it's pretty much on Instagram at the moment. But, yeah, stay tuned for TikTok. Absolutely. <laughs> and what's your website? www.christinehousekeepers.com.au. Um, I've also got Pinterest, so I'm on there as well. Fantastic. So if you listen to the S- this episode, you want to connect with Becky, make sure you send her a DM and let her know you've heard her on here. But yeah, do yourself a favor, check out the very entertaining reels and I can be sure that you will learn something plus be highly entertained. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you loved today's episode. I am so passionate about sharing the stories of other business owners and passing on my knowledge and experience from the last 17 years of business ownership. If you enjoyed the Passion to Profit podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a review or you shared it to your Insta stories. Don't forget to tag me at Nikki Milne underscore. In the show notes below, you'll find a link to my new step-by-step marketing audit for your business. Together, we're going to audit your current digital assets, identify your weaknesses, and you'll discover the solutions you need to accelerate growth in your business right now. And did I mention that I am letting you have this complimentary for a limited time only. It is valued at $297. So what are you waiting for? Go to nikimilne.com forward slash business audit or hit the link in the show notes below. I'll see you there.